All right, man. Should we do the intro? You want to clap? Let's clap. Like when we just land the airplane? No, 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 no. Like one, two, Let's three, clap five. at the end when we successfully finished it. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Mage Talk. I'm Kaylin. And I'm Willem. There was a little bit of a pause there, but that's okay because you're, you're, you're getting, we're getting our timing. We're getting our timing. We're going to figure it out. We're going to get there. Um, and this is know, episode number 232. 232. 232. We're professionals. We've been doing this for a long time. That's the and road. And day today is? Today, I never know what day it is or what the date is. It's so you're the have 17th to... of August, 2022. And I feel that's important in the podcast. I, I always, for the context of what I'm listening to and when something uh-huh. took place, I uh-huh. really like to know the recording date oh, when okay. I listen that's to a podcast. Yeah. I never, um, that's interesting. I don't think I've ever, I mean, there's probably been a, a scenario. I don't know if I've ever, yeah, every once in a while I'll be listening to a podcast and they'll happen to mention it. But I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast where they, they, they know, like, because podcasts are sort of supposed to be somewhat not time sensitive. But, yeah, um, but you know, um, so I just came back from a holiday in France mm-hmm. and I, I drove back home for 12 hours, not straight, mm-hmm. like we had two breaks in between. And I listened to about 10 Mitch Talk episodes all the way from the beginning. That's so awesome. I started with episode one. And that's episode that's, one was rough. Well, it's fun to listen to because uh, the year is uh, 2014 and it's still the eBay days and uh, yeah. you, um, uh, you're you still starting your first business coming out of clean. And then um, uh, in in about episode six, I think, the idea of Mage Hero comes up mm-hmm. and, uh, and you start building Mage Hero mm-hmm. and, um, and you can follow along listening to those episodes how that evolves into Commerce Hero. You're taking me and, back, uh, dude. You're taking me back. I, I swear, I've, I haven't been doing day-to-day development for long enough that I, I, the uh, imposter syndrome kicks up and I go, yeah, I know I was a developer. I did a bunch of open source stuff, da 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 But sometimes I honestly sit there and go, dude, you don't know anything about development. I literally tell myself that. And then it, it's just, it's funny for you to walk me through all that. Listen back to those first episodes because you will find a version of yourself where a much purer and better version of myself. Where you were creating GitHub modules, open source, and talking to core Magento people about Magento 2, being invited to uh, some beta, closed beta uh, panel where uh, yeah. Cyril was invited but denied because he didn't want to have his open source code put into enterprise. And and uh, there's a lot of technical details that you, you yeah, still dude. go into there. Right? I was in the nuts and bolts of it, man. Before your time. Stack overflow. You were just a time. young, you were just a young pup. You probably didn't even <laughs> have a computer back then. <laughs> you know? And I was out there doing it. I was out there doing it, doing the thing. I was, um, I was, uh, 2014, I was doing Magento 1 stuff mostly. I stepped into Magento 2 and uh, in the first beta version. Um, 
But um, yeah, I don't know. I've been doing Magento for thirteen years now, I think. So um, oh, wow. yeah, no, but so you I were wasn't, then. I wasn't that much. So things that I missed um, during that time, I missed a lot of those community things, and I I think I stepped into Mage Talk a bit later. Because a lot of the things that I listen to now weren't familiar to me yet, but um, and yeah. I, I had some things that I thought was were fun to test your your uh, your memory on those first yes. episodes. Yes. Okay. This is going to um, be bad, because but let's do it. This sounds fun. You 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 didn't have a name for the podcast in the when you started recording it, right? But then right. I think it was about episode three or four that you yes. found the name. Do you know Do you know where the name came from? Ah, Who suggested I, it? Oh my God. Um, I know, I think we tweeted about it and I think, oh, I can't remember. I can't remember Reddit. who, I can't, Reddit. You put it on Reddit, Reddit and there were a lot of comments. Well, yeah. it's interesting because, because you refer to it as, uh, the Magento Reddit being a great place. And these days, Reddit is like the most toxic place to, to learn uh -huh. anything on Magento. Gotcha. I, um, I get that now and now and then, but um, it's uh, all the people that burned out over Magento are there, mm -hmm. being negative about it. So I it's a place it. where I choose rather not to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your support There's... group that you were asking about. <laughs> <you're rather> to... <laughs> no, there, there really, and this is what I love about you is that there really are a lot of people who have genuinely burnt out on it from different angles, and I think. I was one of the very last, I think I held on for quite a while when everybody was looking at other platforms and I was kind of, but at a certain point, I think I started to lose something. And what I, what I love about you, and you're kind of bringing this back out in me, uh, not just you, but, but you're part of it, is you have this really, um, uh, whatever the opposite of toxic, like you have this really pure, um, I think I think love for the product, the community, the history, the future, all of it, um, which is really it's really refreshing, um, you know, to see that. And also, you're you're just you're doing well. Like a lot a lot of people who burn out, it's because they're not doing they're not doing so well. They're working on a code base which, for whatever reason, is not very fun to work in. You experienced this more so than anybody. You had probably one of the hardest burnouts of anybody that, uh, you know, I remember when you told me about it at the time. And so- The second you, one, you... especially. I, I pulled through the first one without realizing and then fell into a much more severe one the second time. It's important to recognize, right. to, to, to see when this happens to you and then really pull back and right. take measures because, um, you can you can pull through quite a lot, but if you don't tackle the underlying issues, um, yeah, then it's right. then it it cuts deeper. Like your body, right. at some point, your body tells you it it stops giving you signs. It it will just shut down. Um, right. I've seen people close just close to me that um, where the body just literally shuts down. Like they they faint over wow. like stress level, and uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I've never. Yeah, that's. I mostly yeah. have memory issues. Like I couldn't remember anything. I would I would mm. be talking to people and just mid sentence, forgot what I was talking about, not knowing their name. Like people I worked with for a client I was working with for four years, and 
I, wow. I, I would forget like all context of the discussion and just blank out. Wow. That's wild. I had like, I would get at certain points to the point where um, opening my inbox and to an extent it's kind of like this. I have a, I have a very streamlined, I do my email and then I get out, but I would be my, I, when I got ready to check my email, my heart rate's going up. I'm anxious. I'm thinking about what bad news is going to be in there. And um, it, it's like I would, my body would tense up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Any more? Yeah, any that's more? recognizable. <laughs> it's recognizable. Yeah. That's, so yeah. What, what was the alternative name that was suggested what you made fun uh, of in those early episodes? Uh, that's a really tough one probably yeah this is i want to say mage chat that's the only thing coming to mind because people always yeah. conflate those two but i don't think that was in there um so the most the most votes went to mage cast and then you made fun of the whole thing that being mages and wizardry and then casting spells oh. so that would be a lot of dungeon <laughs> and dragon dang uh, that, that would have been good but there's still oh, opportunity really... there to uh to, hey if we need to, to if we need to yeah, if we need to rebrand at some point, that's a good option. <laughs> yeah. Another BBD. another thing that, that, that was really interesting to me to listen back is that in 2014 already, um, there was a first big wave of uh, the communities is dying and within a year we won't have a, a community anymore. Do you remember that? <clears throat> Gosh, oh my God, 2014. There was a Meet um, Magento New York conference, mm -hmm. and there was a presentation by Kurt. Do you know the who, nucleus? The nucleus yeah. deal. Yeah. There's so no, um, the center of mass. There's no center of mass. Uh, Is that the, the one? The, center of center of gravity. Um, There's no center of gravity in the Magento community. I think. Yeah. Well, the, the, there was a there was a lack of a leader. Uh, was said, and uh, the the funny thing is that that. Uh, uh, Kurt Theobald was the person that brought it up. And yeah, I remember, that. Community I remember that. Stood up, stood up and uh, um, you, you had Mage Unity. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, Joshua, Joshua Warren, the, the, the discourse forums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, Brent yep. Peterson apparently uh, put up a Slack that uh, I can't find any trace of that. I could find some things about Mage Unity still, but, uh, but it was funny to me that uh, uh, eight years ago, um people were saying in a year magento no longer will exist and uh, we had another cycle in the whole community i think um we had a really strong period after that and um right. and we've come full circle again and it's and and with what we're doing today it's it's very similar to to what happened then um and we're we're taking control as a community and the community has always been the driving force behind Magento is it, I mean, the community was built by the community and, right. um, and, uh, yeah, what's happening with MageOS now is, is really great. Like we see more and more people, uh, getting into, getting into our discord and, uh, helping with uh, the mirror that we're building, building, right. uh, quality tools and, and releasing, um, we're, we're basically reproducing the release, um, the release builds mechanism that Magento or Adobe uses to create new versions of Magento. So right. Magento is a monorepo and that's one GitHub repo and that's being split up in packages and it's uh, repos being pulled in from outside from third party vendors or 
um, Magento, Adobe's um, multi-stock integration, MSI is, is also pulled in from, from different repos. And that's somehow all tagged into versions and then Composer made a package and that's being released and we're mimicking that so we get an exact copy of every release that we can build ourselves. So that's mm -hmm. really interesting. And, and uh, it started with mostly uh, Finai working on that and um, Anton is involved and Christoph from Fuman and uh, Damien Ratzinger. Um, they're all, they're all uh, working on that, but it was mostly Finai building the stuff. And mm -hmm. now um, uh, Daniel Slove, Daniel Slove in Dutch, uh, oh, he joined. He's, he's going hardcore last week. He's been doing super, really? super much work on on getting uh, like data integrity uh, checks so that um, the releases that we build are exactly identical to the ones that Adobe releases. Um, mm -hmm. And there's inconsistencies there because now we found out that Adobe doesn't have an actual build process, but there's a lot of manual work involved. So in That's some way, the quality of our release, <laughs> the quality of our release system is basically already better that we get a, um, that the version that we release is more consistent than the one that Adobe is releasing. <clears throat> so cool. now we have to, we have to manually correct things that they, uh, if they tag the wrong version of a repository, we need to fix that so we have an exact copy. So that it's an exact um, match. And are you guys doing like a like some kind of a like some kind of a hash comparison to to ensure that? Yeah. It's, so the checksums. Yeah, exactly. So the, the checksums, the checksums okay. need to need to be identical. Uh, that's nice. how we see. That's how we decode uh, the way that Adobe is doing releases. Um, right. And. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So one thing one thing that is being worked on now is nightly releases, mm -hmm. and that's that's very cool because just recently there was a bit of uh, um, th there was a Twitter conversation about uh, the re release two four five that was mm -hmm. released just two weeks ago, and mm -hmm. um, uh, a lot of Adobe partners or Magento partners didn't get access to the beta release because apparently that's only for gold partners. Um, and really? um, it looks like they do that because there are also security patches in there and they don't want to disclose those patches before they uh, release it so that they can't be uh, exploited in the wild uh, before the patches come out. Mm -hmm. So they, they release 245 and then um, even even standard partners don't have access to that yet, so they can't test their extensions to the new mm -hmm. release. And then they have, I don't know how many days was it, 40, 42, 33. Um, I, I made a note of that here. Well, anyway, there's, there's 42, 43 days that they have to, um, to then make their extensions compatible with the new release, otherwise they're being thrown off the marketplace. So that's a bit harsh. And the cool thing about MageOS is that we're now creating nightly builds. So that means that at any time you can do a composer install that's identical to the upcoming release. So even before so Magento. To the upcoming Yeah, the upcoming release. one. Yeah. So you'll have nightly releases that you can test against. And right. even before they tag the upcoming 246, you can already test on the MageOS distribution. 
you can just test the nightly version and see uh, if you're compatible with the newest version. So you can That's already awesome. prepare for the new version, except for the, so they, they will slip in security fixes last minute. So we, we won't get to see those until they, they create a release. But right. um, yeah, other than that, so the, in, the, in, the, in 244, there was a, a big issue with PHP 8.1 support. And that broke a lot of extensions. They, they were not compatible with 8.1 yet. And then a lot mm. of extensions got thrown out of the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting, uh, uh, from Jetrails, um, what's his name again? Um, Robert, Robert Rand. Uh, Robert, yeah, yeah. Um, so Robert, uh, Robert Rand, he saw that um, with 244, um, they kicked out uh, 35, no, 1,600 out of uh, 3,500 extensions were thrown out of the marketplace because they were not compa- uh, compatible with 244. And that had to wow. do with the 8.1 uh, PHP up, uh, upgrade. And then mm. um, I think two months later, they are back to uh, 3,100. So mm-hmm. that's just uh, 400 that are not compatible yet. But the issue there was also that Iron Cube is not compatible with 8.1 yet. So anyone mm-hmm. that has encrypted their code, uh, mm-hmm. if you're still doing that in, two, in 2022, um, then you can't upgrade Shout to, to Unergy. versions. Is Unergy still, <laughs> are they still the one? Are they still doing it? Honestly, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, they used to be one of the the, the big ones, right? But um, not so much anymore, I guess. Uh, oh, okay. I don't know if they're still if they're still going strong. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that was interesting, and uh, I, I'm I'm curious. So, I would, so question. I would question uh, question yeah. on the on the on the on the uh, encry- code encryption because like Whova, uh, that's all that's all open source, and you just I'm sure you've probably seen some people copy it or use the wrong do you have have you figured out a, a nice clean way to um you know protect your intellectual property or are you just kind of hoping like things work out um we chose not to put all our energy into a licensed encryption system and uh, yeah. and uh admin panel and uh, uh calling home to yeah. uh, a licensed server and that kind of stuff because um i think that's mostly an incentive for other developers to try and hack it and yeah. if they want they will do that anyway um, and obviously it's working for you i mean i think this is this is how a lot of open source products work and and yeah people could steal it but they want to support you the the vast majority of the community wants to do it correctly anyways so. uh, yeah and as an agency we're, we're mostly dealing with agencies and they are proud of their work they want to show their work and display it and it's right. kind of hard to shout about your new Hoover project if you didn't buy a license for it. And um, we have a crawler that uh, picks up Hoover sites, and uh, usually oh, it takes cool. less than a week. Yeah, it takes less than a week for us to find Hoover sites, and we we regularly uh, the new ones that pop up, we check uh, where they came from and who built it, and etc. That's really so, yeah. That's a really that's a really smart approach. That way, you have a little bit of a degree of. Um, control or you know you can monitor things and if you need to send somebody to break some kneecaps on anybody just let me know you know i'll i'll get on linkedin i'll send some nasty gifts to uh any offenders uh you know i got you 
appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. I will forward them to you, and then uh, you can you can listen. Uh, get a if, nice kickback on that. Listen, and, uh, anybody messes Nika around. Kickback. Nika, that's what I'm talking about, man. Anybody messes we'll, around. We'll on pay that you licensing? for each broken kneecap. Hundred percent. Like maybe two hundred <laughs> bucks, two hundred bucks a kneecap or something like that. Um, sounds reasonable, but yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So so anyway, so that was just kind of a small thing on the code encryption. Um, but yeah, dude, the, everything you guys are doing, man, is it's it's super interesting to see. And I know you guys are still at the mirror stage with Mage OS. Um, and eventually you're going to, like you talked about how you're going to eventually pull in things like that pull request and, and add a layer. So how's it going to work? And try to try to explain this to me like, a, like I'm five, but you've got the mirror and eventually you're going to have a distribution on top of the, on top of the mirror so that you can start to sort of, sort of have some of your own sort of be a bit of a yeah. fork or how do you, how do you, uh, classify it exactly? So, yeah. So, um, we want to build on top of our mirror and the mirror mm -hmm. is just there so that um, we can replicate the um, release and the release methods that Adobe has so that we know exactly how to build those releases. Uh, just in case sometime in the future, we would need to do that ourselves. Um, and also to learn how to package everything and to do that for our own distribution. And our own distribution will be building on top of that. So we, we intend to remain upstream compatible. So with every update that Magento or Adobe brings out, uh, we'll keep in sync and we'll, we will rebase all our work on top of that. Um, but um, yeah, the, the, the things nice. that we will do um, will be um, in some forms, it will be separate modules that we bring out. So I think some things you mm -hmm. can you can uh, build as a as a new extension uh, if we have new features or alternative ways to um, uh, do indexing, for example. Um, but uh, something that uh, that Damien brought up in the previous uh, episode um, is uh, the performance improvement, uh, the ten percent performance improvement. That that will just be a patch that we apply to our distribution, and any time that we need to sync upstream with the newer magento version we reapply that patch and um and well keep everything it's basically a rebase every time as long as that works and we don't mm. deviate too much from the original the upstream version uh, i think we can do that for quite a long time until we really hit a point where we feel that we can build a much better product like the be the product will be better if you really take a different approach right. and um right. Um, we're talking about reducing dependencies between the different modules, um, which is mm -hmm. a, some call it a dependency hell. Um, there's documents mm -hmm. going back as far as Alan Kent, um, mm -hmm. who who wrote whole uh, whole documents. Uh, he was blogging a lot back then about um, Alan Kent days, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I missed those. Um, he was he was super engaged and. Um, and um, very much in touch with the community on what the community needed from the product. And that's something I, I really appreciate. Yeah, um, yeah. He, um, he, he wrote, he blocked a lot about uh, how the dependencies between modules in the, in the core 
uh, could be reduced and that would allow you to make a lightweight version of Magento. And currently, you, you, if you start to disable core extensions, it, gets, it, it breaks pretty fast. And that's a was, sign of, of bad yeah. architecture. Right. It was so cool how he had his like blog. I think it was like a, a Tumblr or something. And like, I don't, I don't remember, what, but he would like, he would, I, he would just all sorts of stuff. Like he would blog out, like you're saying, architectural things like, hey, here's what I'm thinking. And it was just, it was cool that it was just his personal voice. And obviously he was functioning within the structure of everything else at the same time. But it was cool to just get that simultaneously, get that like, that pure, just him as a person, like, hey, here's an idea, here's an idea, here's an idea. Um, like, I'm a fan of people, you know, being being themselves, right? And not having like, obviously within, you know, everything's gotten more corporate, right? Adobe's a big company and all, all these kinds of things. And people can't always just say what they think, you know, on Twitter or on a blog or whatever. And... Uh, you know, I get, I get it. You know what I mean. But um, right, that's just a little aside. I, I miss those those Alan Kent days. Um, yeah, and of course, for the longest time, Ben was our our entry into Adobe, who really understood the community and and uh, echoed our voice into the organization into Adobe. And I think for a long time, they really listened to him, and he had a lot of influence. And I think. When that started to drop, that's when he decided um, to to go away. Right. And, do um, you, yeah? Do you see Shopware as being? Are you going to be? Are you going to be? Is Huba going to be compatible with Shopware or uh, pretty soon? Do you see that as an important part of soon. your future? Okay. No, um, I personally don't feel like working with Shopware. I've tried it the day before I built Huva. I tried Shopware for one day and then decided I I didn't want to work with it because gave it I a had real, so much experience. Gave, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave it the real thorough investigative investigation. Well, as thorough as you can get in a day. Um, but just uh, it put me off to see an entirely different framework that I was completely unfamiliar with. And sure, I could learn it and I could probably build a site with it uh, pretty quickly. But mm. it would take me years to feel as comfortable there as I do with Magento. Um, and I think Magento currently is just um, better equipped. It's, it's, it does a lot more, which I, need, uh, which I needed to do. I mean, I, I know it very well. The ecosystem is much bigger. The community is much bigger. And um, for, me, for me, it's the platform I want to work with. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, so so um, I wouldn't say it would be a, a bad business decision to make Huva compatible with Shopware, but um, it's maybe someday, maybe someday. Uh, That's right what you're now, saying. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you're kind of. I mean, I'm very friendly. I, yeah, I go yeah. to their events and everything, and I have regular contact with Ben. And uh, you uh, smile and nod. This... You smile and nod. But at the end of the day, you're expecting them to fail and crash horrendously. And um, I don't expect them to fail. Um, I, I think they will do well. But I think no, that the, 
the ecosystem is so big that there's room for all of, I mean, there's only two self-hosted e-commerce systems out there right now. And in, in my opinion, I don't count WooCommerce as one because they're Wow. Not you know what? I'm done with this interview. I will not stand <laughs> here and allow, I will not stand here and allow WooCommerce to be disrespected on this podcast, sir. It's, um, it's a different market as much as uh, Shopify is a different market. So I don't, and uh, uh, WooCommerce has a, a gigantic user base and probably a uh, hundred times the install base per day that Magento or Shopify have together, but it's all very much mom and pops uh, and your, your, your nephew is building a shop for you on WordPress. And WordPress is a blogging system and there's an, ex an extension on top of that that makes it a shop. And, no, I hear you. I and, hear you. Everything is either a user or a post in WordPress. So it doesn't matter if, oh, you're, uh, if you're a commenter or an author or a customer or a reviewer or an admin, it, it's all in one database New, table. And well, that alone. Yes. In keeping, <laughs> in keeping with the Mage Talk tradition, new segment, new segment. <laughs> is it a user or a post? And then we'll talk, we'll talk about different things in the Magento community. Brent Peterson, for example, is he a user or a post, right? He's, he's a post turned user probably, yeah. He's a post, yeah, shout out to him. I really like, I really like all the content that he puts out. It's great. I, and I know I you've really done don't. a lot of- I don't like any of it, to be completely frank. Um, <laughs> crickets, man, crickets. Other than the crickets. Um, but uh, no, I also like the episodes that you do together. Um, you had one recently where you you talked a bit more. Well, you talked only about sports, and that was fun to listen to. Yeah, that was kind of well, weird. Um, yeah, man. But um, but circling back up the up the thread here, we were talking about Ben. We we're talking about shopware. Um, we were oh yeah you oh we were talking about individuals kind of being like supportive of kind of the genuine Magento community. Ben was a big part of that. Ben's gone now. Yeah, Rest and then we case, had Eric Oway. <laughs> right, right. And, and Eric did, a, did a, a, as good as of a job as you could, you could follow 100%. up after Ben. He was, he was really solid. Uh, I liked him a lot. And uh, of course, he wasn't as embedded into the community as Ben was, but no one will ever be as embedded as right. Ben was. Right, and I mean... Right. Um, and I mean, for somebody like I literally learned Magento from Ben. I was in a job I hated every night. I watched him on the um, Magento training and, and, and that was my entry. Like I still like feel like I wanted to talk, do something, do a pod with him, but I still get nervous about it because I put him on this pedestal, you know, it's weird. But, um, but anyways, um, uh, uh, I completely, I completely lost my, I got too vulnerable, like the LinkedIn crying CEO there for a minute. And then I, and yeah. then I completely, <laughs> completely lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. But Eric, <laughs> for somebody coming in without that backstory, he got about as deep as you could possibly get. Um, and I think there was just a lot of genuine empathy there, you know? And I think very little people know how much Eric gave for the community, like he put in so much energy that no one asked him to. Dude, um, he met me in the middle of the day to do a podcast in my car. 
Like, I yeah. don't know if you ever saw that one, but it was a, it was. I did see that. And if it, I can give you some feedback. No, 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 no feedback. It was, it was horrendous. It, the for, I've experimented with a lot of formats, Willem. I have forgotten yeah. more things than most people will ever do in their lives, which is essentially <laughs> my, my goal. And it was very random. I'll think about that and I'll go, that was super random, but he did it. You know, he did it. Like he's a cool guy. I know, but I remember listening to the podcast and, and wanting you to follow up on questions. And I think you, um, you, you avoid conflict, I think very much. And, mm -hmm. uh, and going like really asking the rough questions. I felt a bit like, um, you, you were held back to, uh, this is, you were being this is... super nice to him. And there was some, some really tough questions, some heavy, some heavy there. stuff to talk about. Yeah. I mean. I don't know, man. I think about this. Like I think about how, you know, there were some a lot of strong critiques from the last the mage talk with Damien and and um, you know, it, there may be some some people on the Adobe side that that listen to that and I think like, well, why don't you why don't you or why don't we? I mean, you've already been doing this. You've been working with Adobe for you've been doing as 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 much as humanly possible. But it's like, yeah, you can talk with you can you can you can have a conversation and you can approach it two ways. You can approach it as, hey, this is a human being who's doing the best they can. I don't want to be a jerk, you know. Or you can say like, you know, like this is these are major issues. This is all complete garbage. You're like, I don't know. I, I'm 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 not. Oh, really... I'm not saying you should be should be unfriendly or 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 uh, make it personal, but I think. Um... Um, I'm not talking about making it personal. I'm talking about like, like you guys don't at all get at all what this community is about at the most fundamental level. How do you say that? Like, how do you say that in a, in a, in a, in a, um, what's the word I'm looking for in a diplomatic way? You know what I mean? That is so timely. That is so timely because the all whole... my stuff is timely. Willem. it's all timely. The whole thing where the open source task force is now, um, uh, what it's now about. So Eric, Eric was an open source task force for, for those unfamiliar. That's like a talking group that we have within the Magento Association and about 10 community members are on that task force to talk with Adobe and make plans for open source Magento in the future. And we've talked for almost a year about how we can make it easier to contribute to Magento, how pull requests can be easier uh, uh, accepted. And a bit of what you talked about with Damien uh, on the last episode. Um, and it really felt like we made a lot of progress there. At some point, Adobe came with the idea of releasing or setting up LTS in the SCS version. And um, uh, Eric All right, say that really again. put a lot of... Up. Saying that, LTS, a long-time support and a short-term support. Oh, okay, gotcha. And, and the idea was, so the biggest issue currently for Adobe in the whole contribution uh, topic is that they have a dependency on Magento Open Source in their commercial product. So when, when we do a pull request to Magento Open Source, um, there's a whole test suite, there's several test suites that are being run to test if that doesn't break anything in the B2B and in the commerce 
uh, products because those mm-hmm. are those are based on top of open source. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me as a community member, I don't often really care about failing tests on B2B if I'm not working with B2B. And it's impossible mm-hmm. for me to write a, a working test if I don't have access to B2B. So uh-huh. as a community member, I want to create a new feature or do do a, a performance improvement and then a test fails and I'm unable to fix that test and then it's never merged. So, so for Adobe, this is, this is an, uh, this is expensive because they need to put people on that to write those tests and make it work with B2B. So before they can put something into open source, it also needs to work with the other versions. So in some way, having an SDS version that just um, is community owned, that was the idea. So the community is able to do pull requests and merges there. And Adobe would see whatever happens there that's interesting to them. They would make an effort to put that in the LTS version. And the mm-hmm. LTS would be uh, would only get a, a new release, let's say, once a year. And the SDS version, whenever the community feels like it. So um, it sounds uh, it sounds super super confusing, but but obviously you understand all of these issues at a much deeper level. And and I and but, I really appreciate the way that you simultaneously are willing to be independent, are willing to say whatever you think. You're not, you're not, you know, a lot of people are, are, are tied down by partnership agreements. And yet at the same time, you, you work so hard to try to make it work with the, the mothership. And if, and, we do. and, uh, and so I, I, I think whatever you're doing is great. Um, it's that, that whole LTS, that sounds like a weird bandaid, but I, I, I'm not close enough to really understand it very well. So the, the, um, it happens in a lot of other uh, open source platforms and, and okay. Linux, how okay. many distributions does Linux have? Um, and Linux has Ubuntu has LTS versions and short term support okay. versions. Okay, um, well then that's awesome. No, that's cool. That's cool. But um, yeah, so so uh, just yesterday we had a meeting. Um, because my, uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I was just thinking like, the, to me, what seems like the straightforward approach is that you've got the open source ra- layer, you've got tests and stuff that run there. Boom, great. Then you've got these other layers, B2B, whatever, right? Have the, they should have their own test suites. So if you're just committing here, you should like, you shouldn't, that, that, that's a weird, that's a weird sort of dependency, it feels like to me. Uh, but so that that's, would that's be a just constant reason... problem. That would be a constant problem for them because they would constantly need to keep up with the open source version, and their commercial product would be breaking with new features or 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 things that we merge into open source that they don't even really care that much about. And I think that's that's the that's the bigger picker picture issue. Um, Adobe doesn't necessarily need much innovation on open source anymore because it's a dependency for their microarchitecture and they're building this whole landscape around it of microservices. Mm-hmm. And Magento is just one of those microservices um, that they keep for backward compatibility and for people that are used to working with Magento, they can use that and also use these other Adobe services that are put on top of that. So the thing that they are best served by is Magento not changing too much because that has a lot of effect on the other products. And they've already said that they are not going to create new features on the Magento monolith, on the PHP application. Any new feature that they are building will be an Adobe service. Right, right. 
So if we go ahead and say, well, let's put in this new feature uh, for a whole new product type, they, they, don't, they don't really need that. And it's a big cost for them yeah, um, it's just not, it's to not allow with, us to do that. Yeah, it's just not aligned with their interests, with the direction their commercial suite is going. And, and that's, that's, so the, that's okay. That's, you know, that's... The, the, the good thing that we have now is that we know that they are, um, that they are going to support the monolith, the PHP application for years and years. That's something that they've, that they've given us that we know now, like there's a roadmap and it's not a lot of, on that roadmap, but at least we know that in terms of like basic sub security. Okay. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. So they keep it support, uh, they, they support it, they keep it PCI compliant, they keep it secure and fast and. And so this is a platform that you can keep building on and relying on for years, which is great for us because if we want to have an innovative product that's based on that, and we just create a different distribution on that f within the community, we still have the vendor support from Adobe, putting security fixes in there. And right. they have a bug bounty pro program and everything. And they have a lot totally. of big commercial interest yeah. in keeping that secure and up to date. And then yeah. if we feel like doing fancy stuff and putting a new front end on top of it or whatever, we can do that within a community. So yeah. I think we're still, we're still going to get what we want. Um, it's just, it's a lot of figuring out what form it's going to have. And we were really hopeful of being able to do this within the Magento Association. So right. within MageOS, we were, were very open to collaborating with the Magento Association and with Adobe. But now it looks like we had a, our last meeting was yesterday with the open source task force. And uh, we know now that uh, Magento SDS is not going to happen. So it will be just LTS. Um, Adobe is really trying to see together with us how we can improve uh, the pull request situation and, and allow better maintenance and contributions to open source. But I think mm. if we want to see innovation and really own a version of that product, that's something that will take place in a community. And I think that's fantastic mm. in itself. Like the community owning a version of the product is, um, that's how open source should be. Yeah, I like it. I like it. What's up? What's next on the dock, man? You put together the most impressive dock in the history of, of the Mage Talk dock. So we want to get into well, it. Yeah, so we have we have quite some content that we might even spread out over multiple episodes, right? So we can Fair see enough. what we can and cannot uh, fit into this one. But how how much time do you figure? Uh, are we at 30, 40 minutes, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I'm not. I I'm, I try not to look at the time, so I'm not looking at it. Okay. And, so um, we just we okay. We just go on until go. we don't feel like. I don't know what anymore. the date is. I don't know what the time <laughs> is. I know I have coffee. <laughs> And I have the God King here with me live, so let's 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 get into it, man. By the way, quick update: this is a, this is an amendment to the bylaws. I don't know if you have it in frame, but every Magento community member is to have a picture. Do you see that in the frame? Oh man! <laughs> every member is to post a picture, oh. and we're gonna pay tribute during morning stand-up. Okay, so that's just a quick update. But what's what's next? I'm gonna what's have t-shirts with your face on it. <laughs> <laughs> you actually do have a t-shirt with your face. On. Yeah, um, I do. I do. So, cool. so what's what's next? 
How do you the feel cry, about the, the banter that we that we exchange on Twitter? I feel a lot of people are are not getting all of our jokes. Really? Oh man. Um, I don't. So I'm I'm in this weird phase where I'm like doing a lot of like still like like purposefully funny social media posts and 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 some people honestly don't know what's a joke and what's not a joke and um i'm kind of just i don't know man I, it's just it's something that i'm just doing because i think it's you know what cracked uh, me up you know yeah. what cracked me up so you're now automating your tweets through Airtable. Right. So imagine you have an Excel sheet, an Airtable, or like an Airtable table, yeah. uh, with tweets that you want to tweet out. And at some point this week, there was a tweet that said, undefined record or unknown record. <laughs> and yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. I saw the tweet and I, <laughs> Nobody I was like... Nobody knew. Nobody knew. It was amazing. We don't even know, like, is this, is this the tweet or yeah. is this an error? And then I heard that it was yeah. actually... You had, a, a, you had a mistake in your table yeah, and we don't even we don't even recognize anymore what's what's a tweet or what isn't so it's so uh, yeah funny. You, you've reached a uh, peak peak confusion <laughs> yeah no i mean honestly like i was i was um i was everybody's all hot and bothered about the scheduling i was gonna either just tweet because what i what i'm what i'm doing is i i sort of have been trying to write different things and then I'll, and then I'll cue them up. But I was either going to just post them all in, in one go. I was like, that's, that'd be, that wouldn't make too much sense. So then I just figured I, I should schedule them out, but maybe I should, they're like every three hours. So it's like eight per day. Maybe that's too much. Maybe I should do less. I don't know. But, um, I don't know, man, I'm just kind of putting my own like little creativity out into the world. And, um, you know, hopefully uh, will you not. bundle them in a book? Yeah, that's, you know, you never know. Maybe a little coffee table, get some illustrations <laughs> or something. <laughs> but, uh, um, but no, the, like, the, I don't... The, you yeah, know the every... Seinfeld, Seinfeld coffee table book? Oh, that sounds vaguely familiar. Uh, is that Was that an episode? Uh, from Was that a Seinfeld episode? Uh, it's, it goes on for many episodes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Kramer, Kramer uh, has that ID and... They won't publish it um, at the uh, the publisher of uh, I don't know the female character's name. Um, Elaine. I've, I've Is watched it Elaine. Elaine. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. need to sit down um, and watch every single episode. Um, I need to binge Seinfeld. I am I am binging that now during dishes when I don't have a podcast to listen to. I, oh, I nice. watch it because the cool thing is it's so old that it's really slow paced and you can almost listen to it without watching the screen. Yeah. So I just I have my wireless headphone, uh, my AirPods, uh, AirPods in, and I walk through the house listening to Seinfeld. And sometimes I watch a bit, but mostly I just listen. Um, and uh, it's it's relaxing because it's all you know how TV series were back then. Um, it's slow paced. Yeah. Today yeah, yeah. you really need yeah. to like you need to ca capture every image of a series, not to miss anything because it's action, action, action. Right. 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 But yeah, no, I, 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 it's all love for everybody. I'm just kind of, I'm just sort of, it's my own little creative outlet to be kind of what I think is funny. And it's funny I'll because I'll, book. I'll put up, uh, put up a GoFundMe and uh, I'll find you know, your book. So actually I, I, um, I've been thinking a lot about my next thing. I think I'm, I think I'm going to start to ramp down Karma's Hero. I talked about this a little bit 
I think on the last episode, but I've been thinking a lot about what I'm going to do next. And I, and this is kind of, kind of related. Um, but I, I, I think I'm going to do like a paid, like a private community. Um, and, um, it's, it's very like, I'm, this is like day six. Like I woke up, whatever it was six days ago at 3am and I was like, I got to I, it's something I've been thinking about for a few years, but I was like, I gotta, I gotta just do something new. And so, um, I've kind of, I've thought a lot about this idea of like a, you know, therapist for developers or something. And, and what I, um, it's, 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 it's a little bit the flip side of what I've done with Commerce Hero with, Hey, you're not happy with your job. Let's get you a new job. That's one way to solve the problem that can work great in a lot of scenarios. The other approach is let's help you to be happier and more productive in your career, your life, all that kind of stuff. So I think what I want to do, uh, actually, I started doing this yesterday. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do like a private community, and and I think I'm gonna do like coaching. Which, when I say that out loud, it sounds very cheesy, um, and I'm still not entirely comfortable with it. But basically, like, um, I don't know. So, so when you mentioned like the GoFundMe or whatever, like I, I really, I basically want to get people to kind of support me as a creator. Uh, whether that's through a, a private community or coaching, or whatever, so that I can, you know, just kind of help people be more, be happier and more productive in their in their work and in their lives and stuff. How cheesy does that all sound to you on a scale from one to ten? Not cheesy. I think I think it's a very serious topic. Talking it about is. yeah yeah um, yeah. Um, so that's that's from all people. I'm not one to joke about that. Um, if I may give you a piece of advice, I wouldn't shut down Cobus Hero before starting something new. It sounds like you have something good going with just four hours of work a week. Well, <laughs> which is probably I, I, a joke, but uh, I mean, potentially, you have a, you have a business and running. It's not that I'm, and, I, and it's not that I'm going to shut it down immediately or anything like that. I'm going to continue to basically with Commerce Hero, I, I, over the last several years, I go in and out of, you know, actively being active in terms of recruiting, looking for developers, looking for clients. And then what, and then I do that for a little bit and then some contracts fire up and then I go into more of a passive mode where I'm answering emails and things like that, but it's, it's, it's more passive. And so it's not that I'm going to shut everything down or anything like that. I have, I have stuff that's ongoing that I'm going to continue to, you know, ma uh, maintain. Um, but I just, I need to do something new. And and um, yeah, find something that you're passionate about. Yeah, and and part of the re yeah, and and I think you know what's interesting is part of the reason why I said I think I needed to get over this mental hurdle of um, uh, deciding it's okay to ramp down Commerce Hero. Nothing's been done. I mean, nothing, you know. But I think that was a mental hurdle for me. And and the first my first approach to the idea of developer coaching was that the agency would would pay me so i heard this podcast about how shopify hired a bunch of business coaches and i think that was part of it and that the agency would pay me to coach their team so then i thought well if that's going to happen commerce hero the recruiting side can't exist because they can't trust me if if i'm if i'm if i'm actively doing recruiting but then um the next idea i got to and i hope this is not too self-promotionally i'll try to get it uh this is also in keeping with the main stuff. First tradition. sponsor break. Yeah, yeah. There you go. But um, but uh, but but um, 
But so then from there, I went, you know, I really want to go directly to the individual developers because if the, if, if the agency's paying for it, they're kind of the customer at the end of the day and you can't, there's certain topics you wouldn't want to talk to, which I may go that direction. There may be a way to do that, but it's sort of more pure. And this is where you were joking about the, the GoFundMe. There's something very pure about being supported by a community um, of, of, of people, right? Like, I, I love what I do with Commerce Hero. I'm very, I got a message the other day from somebody who said it, the job changed their life. It makes me very happy. But you know, the, 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 the business is the customer, you know what I mean? And so yeah. like, there's something to me very pure about like the, if, if I could have this community of developers and other people in, in e-commerce tech, whatever, and, and help them directly, how can I directly help you? And I've lived it, right? I've lived the burnout. I've lived the being frustrated as a developer, not knowing how to improve it. Um, and, and, and I, and I joke, about, I joke about a lot of stuff, right? I think, it, I think that, you know, you're kind of better off going through life with a smile on your face joking, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, dis depression, despair, like, like there's a lot of that. And I've, I've gone through a lot of that. Um, and, uh, and so it's something I, it's something that's like very deeply meaningful to me. Um, I think that I've been in the past several years, I've been trying to go deeper and get to a deeper, what, what do I really, what do I really want to do in this world? What, what, what really matters to me and stuff like that. I still need to do some work. I mean, if I didn't have to do any work at all, I might be doing something different, but, but yeah. So, um, so maybe, yeah. maybe you can start with looking into some some way to get licensed as a practitioner, uh, kind of a coaching. I think that 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 might make it really concrete, like going into like the the processes that you can. I think I think talking to people about giving people advice, a lot of responsibility that you're taking into your hands. Yeah, and I that think you should me. quit your job. Just quit your job and and right. And, move move to costa rica right right, uh... right 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 no i know and i and that <laughs> makes me nervous and and you could you could work with somebody you could do your best job and they could be a little unstable and you know things could go south and and, and that makes me that makes me kind of uh, nervous you know I, I have this habit of getting into business models i know absolutely nothing about but i kind of go like oh i think i think there's something i could do here i didn't know anything about recruiting or whatever i just I got into it and I don't know anything about coaching. It still sounds really I have kind of, it. Yeah. I have it. I have okay. it. You should be the new Dr. Phil, but then online for developers. Just live That's I it. mean you're live streaming your whole life already. Yeah. Every conversation you have turns yep. up either on TikTok or Twitter or YouTube. Yep. Make it make it the live stream therapy. Yeah, I think so. I think that could be interesting. I mean, um although yeah, I don't know. I would I don't think people would want to talk too deeply about some people would some people would but um but uh yeah man so that's kind of uh, what i'm sorry that's kind of what i'm what's that i said sorry because oh. I'm, I'm not trying to make a joke out of the decisions no 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 jokes are good jokes are good i like jokes little, taste, little uh, taste of my bit? own taste of my own medicine okay next shall we get to the program yeah um 
Yeah, let's let's uh, let let's do a round of events that are coming up. How you feel okay. about that? Because like I said, we've mentioned... you got a major you got a major list. I don't know how we're gonna go through this without somebody falling asleep, but let's let's give it a shot. What's going on I'm, with New York? Everybody's I'm going talking to start about... rapping. I'm going to rap from here so it goes faster. Okay. No. Okay. A lot of people. Yeah, are I think by the time. I think by the time uh, already today, uh, most people that are planning to go to Meet Magento Singapore would already have a ticket and, and uh, made their plans. But that's coming up on 25th August, uh, organized by Ranasis. But um, yeah, I think great that, that uh, Meet Magento events are still... How big is the still, Singapore? Uh, Do you know how big the Singapore event is? I, I don't know. I don't know, but I think what's, what's really cool is that in the in, in the Asian region, uh, a lot of Meet Magentos are uh, are back this year, and I think Europe and uh, and the US they've been holding back a little bit more, but um, uh, Indonesia has just been last week, I think Meet Magento mm -hmm. Indonesia, mm -hmm. and uh, Singapore is just coming up, and mm -hmm. uh, of course we have um, New York. Um, mm -hmm. that's coming up on uh, September 23rd and, uh, I'm going to be there and maybe Damien is going to be there. And, uh, but Damien said that if you and Vinay go, he's going. And I said, you're going for sure. I don't know if Vinay is going. Vinay won't, Vinay won't fly that much anymore. Uh, okay. which, which I also feel like I'm a bit held back with doing a lot of long distance flights or any flights actually, because we're just. We're screwing up nature, um, but um, yeah, I'm I'm going to do. My, in my defense, I uh, I haven't f flown that much yet in my lifetime, and I know Finai, he's no bad marks, but he's got a lot of miles under his wings. Um, yeah. I um, I'm going to be there together with uh, with our new uh, sales sales director, commercial director, who yeah. will start on September first. Um, and um, I think Chin Lan from One Step Checkout is coming. Damien is, uh, uh, is, I think he's seriously considering. And I think if he's coming, then you should also come. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, con I'm continuing. What's the date anyways? I, I honestly, all this 23rd about... of September. 23rd of September. Can we move it to Austin? Is it too late? <laughs> <laughs> I booked my tickets. I booked my tickets. I booked the sponsorship. We're a silver sponsor with Huva. That's um, that's awesome. I think man. it's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited very much. Um, just before that, at the end of this month, we have a, a, a webinar that we're hosting at the Magenta Association um, about um, the e-commerce landscape in 2022. Um, that's on August 30, um, and it's perhaps quite unexpected for people, but I'm doing, um, I got that idea together with um, uh, Philip uh, Rakowski from uh, Fuel Storefront because we felt that um, there's just too much confusion around PWA, single page applications, multi-page applications, yeah. um, uh, composable commerce and, and all those terms that um, I think many agency, agency owners already um, have a hard time making choices there, what front end to use and what systems. Um, and we have, so we have decided to put up a, a, a seminar or a webinar 
And um, Philip and I are going to try not to steer the direction of the conversation. Uh, it will be a discussion between uh, Luke Collymore, uh, Jesse Reitzma, and uh, Christian Munch. Um, and those are all people that on a daily basis um, make decisions or um, decide between um, headless and, and multi-page applications to do That's or do awesome. not use headless. And um, um, That's awesome. they have this whole workflows in their companies to help a merchant decide between so cool. the different tech technology stacks. This um, might so be this the not very, going to be... This might be the very first... Because there's so many, so many talks on headless, blah, blah, blah. This might be the first one where people who actually understand what this is all about can just get right to it. Because like Christian, Christian Mon, she does, he's not, he doesn't screw around. Like he means, you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's a technical guy. He's like, the OG. Love, he's the OG. I freaking he's love the, that guy. I love He's the Mage Run guy. Yeah. He did he's the Mage Run man. Oh, he's oh, doing oh, Mage Run. Yeah. Sorry. I thought about, I, um, I thought about the actual runs. That's, that's how stupid I've become. Yeah, no, I, I did some <laughs> contributions to Mage Run back in the day. I used to use that. I know, like I know. Chance. I listened to the early podcasts. And uh, nice. Christian is actually in one of the first episodes. He's being interviewed on Meet, Meet Magento Germany 2014. Oh, and then he right, just right, released right. Mage Run. And I think it's fantastic that till today, I think one or two weeks ago, there was the last release of Mage Run and he keeps it up to date all those years. Amazing. Um, I think it's one of the biggest is, contributions I'm to the community. I'm curious, um, is because one of the things I thought I know that Magento, I believe Magento two has a command line tool baked into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is Mage Run still so? So if he's continuing to maintain it, I'd imagine that it it's it, it must have some functionality on top of what the core does. They're or is he... they're complementary. Yeah, they they work well together. Uh, nice. I think on a daily basis you would use the the standard uh, bin Magento CLI commands from Magento. Um, but Matron has a lot of nice utilities, like a database console and a way to drop database tables, um, yeah. um, excluding uh, customer data, so you can very easily create an export uh, in your in your continuous deployments. You could create a database dump that doesn't include privacy center, uh, sensitive information, all those kind of it. things. And he he put in some Huva commands a few months ago. Oh, um, nice! So that's really cool. Yeah. yeah, it's a great um, like but, my it's a I'm just sorry, sorry, it's just a, it's a great microcosm of how the community and the core should function together, where the community innovates, the core can pull in the things that make sense, and then the community can continue to obviously command line is a very limited and sort of easy to decouple thing, but the community can continue to do its own innovation and, and innovate quickly on things like that. Like the core is never gonna have a hive of command, even though they should. Um uh, and then they can just kind of function together in concert, right? Yeah, and, and, and the cool thing about the seminar or the webinar is that um, it's not a it's not a, a platform comparison. So it's not going to be about Fuse Storefront or Huva or PWA Studio. It's just purely um, explaining the technologies and when it makes sense to choose for a certain technology, and explaining how. It's very black and white currently. Like they say, you either go headless and and with microservice architecture, or or you go with a monolith. And there's so many different flavors. You can have a monolith with uh, with a Luma front end, 
with a few storefront front end in a different store view and you could be having all these microservices that you use in combination with that and that's a mix of all those terms that are being used and it's not it's not either the one or the other and mm-hmm. it really depends on the project and the budget and the, uh, the, right. the customer do they have a whole team of developers in-house that can build a headless application and maintain it fantastic right. then maybe you have an agency that does the backend work and uh, your in-house team builds uh, your react frontend uh, independently. So um, if it makes sense, it makes sense. But now it's there's a lot of marketing that just only shouts loudly that headless is the future or you should always go headless. And that's, that's just right. not how it is. Right, totally. So um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, that's the 30th of uh, August. Um, there's a Mage on conference coming up in Germany. Uh, the guys from guys and girls from Firegento have been doing that for a long, long time. Obviously, we haven't had one for two years, but uh, this year they're back. Um, and that starts on on. Uh, Shout out to Fire They have a two day. Yeah, they they have a two day hackathon starting uh, the 29th of September, and then the 30th, um, and then the first and second of September the actual on conferences. Mm. Um, and for those that are not familiar with the unconference, the people attending make the program and you vote on topics. So everyone puts topics on the board in the morning and then you vote and then what gets most interest uh, is being talked about. And those are a lot of ad hoc um, imp- improvised talks, just things that you, you've been working on lately. It was the very first time that I did public speaking about um, performance optimization, I think, JavaScript bundling for Luma. I did mm-hmm. that at Machon Conference, and it's very, um, very easy way to get into public speaking. So, uh, mm-hmm. and it's very personal. Usually, not mm-hmm. too many people. Um, so, yeah, I, those that's, are some of the best events on conferences. Yeah, that's cool, man. I, um, I've always really, really loved the concept of of the unconference, and I've been hearing about these now for for years, and um, and uh, I've never been to one, man. We should do one in Austin. That'd be kind of fun. Brent, Brent did one um, Florida. in in Florida, Florida, which was hard for me to attend, unfortunately. Um, but he he made it a bit wider, and not just Magento, I think. Yeah, it's just an e-commerce uh, on conference, which I think probably is a good a idea. Probably had a bunch of big commerce. Probably had a whole bunch of big commerce people there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I would, yeah, uh, conferences are pretty cool. I think they, they come from the Silicon Valley. They, uh, originally, those were bar really? camps, I think. Oh, I didn't um, realize So cool. conference is pretty much the same as a, as a bar camp. Um, okay. And um, talking about more universal conferences, uh, our buddy Ignacio uh, from Interactive 4, together, together with Kuba from Snowdog, are putting up a whole new set of conferences that are uh, platform agnostic. So they are oh, just interesting. e-commerce conferences and they call it Meet Commerce uh, with nice. double E, not E-A-T. <laughs> it's not a meat convention, um, but it's it's Meet Commerce and um, uh, it's, it's for all e-commerce platforms. Um, and it starts uh, with a Spain edition in November. They don't, they don't have exact date yet. And then mm. in March next year, they will have one in Poland. Um, 
Nice. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's Ignacio that's really loves nice. events, it's, dude. Ignacio loves events, man. That's that's. I his, mean, he's the he's the one that that put up some of the first Meet Magento events in Spain and then New York, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. That was Interactive Four. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, start, um, I think did it's. Did he start Meet Magento New York? Was he the first one? Um, that was, um, help me remember what her name was. Um, they, they had a New York office. Kimberly? Um, oh, Kimberly. Kimberly, Kimberly. Thomas. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. my, um, my uh, shout out to Kimberly. Uh, they, they she acquired. Tweeted, she tweeted me the other day for the first time in like six years. And, uh, which was, which was, which was cool to see. Sometimes people fall out of touch in the, in the, in the Magento Twitter sphere, but, um, yeah, no, that yeah, no, she definitely did that. That's that's cool. So I think she she organized Meet Magento, uh, and uh, uh, her company got acquired by Interactive Four back then. Um, so it was Interactive Red. Four organizing it, but it was Kimberly. Red Light Blinking sure. was that the was that the company name? Red Light something Red. Um, I'm not sure. Now um, I'm testing your memory. Now I'm flipping it around, buddy. How's it feel? How's it feel, sir? I only Just know kidding. things about my generation. Oh, my, oh, my Magento generation. Oh. You know what? You know what, Willem? I'll tell you what. Again, yeah, you walk out. You walk out. I'm done. Ah, done. great. Take it off. Yeah, we're done. We're done with that. Okay, we're so Kaylin now no longer has a picture of me in his background on the See, wall, I, which. I have so um, many great clips. I have so many great clips now. To pull from. I'm I'm happy about this. I'm happy about this. Um, yeah. So that's that's uh, that's the events that are coming up, and uh, I think it's a really nice agenda. Um, some really cool events, and I think it's cool that uh, Ignacio and uh, Cuba are starting more universal e-commerce events, and um, there's more and more agencies that are not just implementing one platform. Yeah, uh, Shopify has been in the toolkit of many agencies for years already, and of course, Shopware is, is uh, getting more and more internationally adapted. So, uh, even Interactive Four is now doing both Magento and Shopware, um, and I think it's uh, it's nice to get a lot of the familiar faces from people that hop to other platforms into one place and just talk about e-commerce in general. And mm. I still feel like the 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 cake is big enough the ecosystem is big enough to all live in harmony and exchange experiences and just catch up in a more global event so yeah. um yeah i i think it's it's really cool it's a good trend i think nice man yeah that sounds good sounds good good times good so times i have crying ceo have... linkedin crying ceo what are we talking about <laughs> How do you feel about the crying CEO? <laughs> I so, <laughs> it's it's impossible to get that phrase out of my head. LinkedIn crying CEO. It's one of those sticky things. But I I clicked on the link. I was like, what is this from your doc? <laughs> and I looked at the um, I I skimmed the post and he was talking about and it, it's one of these things again we joke about. But he he was crying because he had to f fire some people and um, and now I feel like a jerk for joking about that. But um. But uh, I don't know. I had I such mixed emotions. Big... Yes, it, yes. It that's, a great, with... so... that's a great way to put it. I feel like I have very mixed emotions because 
I, I appreciate vulnerability and it does, um, you know, if you care about people, obviously that's going to, that's going to, that's going to hurt you. Um, if you're some CEO that's fired so many people that you don't even care, um, that's not great. Um, but then, you know, and then there's the picture of him crying. It's just like, it's just a bit <laughs> much, you know, so this is one of those things where you see, where you first see the memes. And then you have to go and search like what, what, what even happened? And then finally I found a post on LinkedIn where the CEO is, is, uh, sharing like, this is the most vulnerable thing I'll ever share. And, uh, I needed to fire some people and it's my fault because I made the wrong decisions. And, um, the thing that, 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 that makes it so mixed for me is that he makes the whole thing about him and, mm. and, and, uh, Mm -hmm. It's such a cry for, it's a bit of a cry for attention or like, mm -hmm. I've, uh, I don't know what some things you just shouldn't put some things out there mm -hmm. in the way that, I mean, he ended with a picture of himself crying, like a selfie, mm -hmm. crying selfie. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I don't know what to make of that. Um, I but, actually, uh, so yeah, I have it, a, I actually have a crying selfie queued up in Airtable. So you're saying I should. I shouldn't put that out for you. Nothing that. is off limits. Okay. Uh, I mean, you. you've, you've hit, you've nobody hit cares. Peak, peak confusion already. No, you yeah, have to, you, people are already so confused that, um, nothing matters. You nothing won't, matters you won't anymore. throw them off anymore. I won't throw them off. That's the trick. See that here's the thing. You have to realize that AI is very soon going to be taking over social media. So the strategy is, if your tweets are too easy to understand, you're not going to be able to differentiate when the AI bots start responding to you. So you have to introduce a sufficient amount of confusion that, that you can tell when the AI bots start taking. Like Brent, I believe Brent, his Twitter account is an AI. It's a GPT-3 bot. He's undercover CIA. It's been, it explains a lot of his content. It's been a GPT-3 bot for the last five years. And you know, it's, the joke is it's, that he started, he, he put out a couple of tweets that were GPT-3 generated just recently. And it's yeah, funny because the they're, the they're impossible to read. Um, that's the I don't think quite, it, it's quite been for five years, but um, yeah. I think it's been you a two long are a good, time. You're, you're a good couple in that sense. Um, I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I don't like the way that you said that. Um, but anyways, uh, now you're yeah, looking so back if, if there's anything you can tore off the wall I was, behind you, I was, but my yeah, picture's was, already off. I was, what I was going to do is I was going to put it back up just because I know it bothers you. That's what I was going to do. I'm going to put this back up just to upset him. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, so okay, the LinkedIn so CEO thing. Yeah. Let's talk about a couple of things that are going on in the gentle world. Okay. Can I just say how much I'm enjoying the fact that you're driving the you've got you put together a bunch of topics and i can sit back and relax and just just jam out it's fun man it's it's so my my objective is to pull you back into you're what's doing happening it. in the community you're doing it because um, here's the thing i want soon talk, enough yeah soon enough you're going to change your browsing behavior into gathering topics for mage talk again yeah. You're, you're going to get generally interested in Magento topics again, and we'll we'll build this document together with topics. 
By the way, what's going on in Magento Land? I think I've put in some time though because I used to prepare that doc. I was that doc was all me for years. So, so just just I'm just I just want to put that out. But honestly though, I think and I want I know I kind of wanted to talk about this was that I feel like I'm kind of falling in falling in love with the Magento community again. And I think for me, what happened was for uh, like in those early days, right? It was my whole life coding all day da, 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 for years. It was it was it was everything to me, right? And then you know, built 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 MageMail, got into the product space. Did, was doing a less less generic Magento development, but I was still a developer. Sold that Commerce Hero. Da, 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 then I'm like not. And it's probably been several years now that I'm not actually. I, I know nothing about the Magento code base, right? And I think and then Mage Talk is going on that whole time. And I think for me and Philip, we're less. We were less and we were less and less really connected to. The Magento product, and it was kind of like I think towards the end of whatever our sort of run was, we were kind of trying. Like, you get to a point where you, you have an audience, you know what they want to hear, and you're you're kind of you fall out of love with it. Like I heard this guy talking about that in the in the WordPress community on some completely other other podcast, and I was like, whoa, that I, I connected to it. You kind of fall out of love with it, or you burn out, or whatever. So many people have gone that route; they've burned out, or what they've whatever. And but you're trying to hold on to it. You're trying to muster it up, you know. So I'm putting. I'm like I remember I would be looking for topics to talk about because that's what I'm supposed to do because I'm the Magento podcast guy. But I wasn't. My heart wasn't there. And then I think that you know I kind of pulled away from social media a lot and stuff like that. And I think I've been. I sort of allowed myself to go like, yeah, I'm just this. Just isn't my thing anymore. And which is kind of hard to do. But like now, I feel like I'm coming at it from another angle. It's not the same as it was before where I'm the guy doing the coding. But when I, when I hear you talking about things, I talk to Damien about things, when I, when I think about the ecosystem dynamics, um, there's, a, there, there's, a, there's a lane that I'm really genuinely interested in. I don't know if it's valuable or not, but we're still talking, so that's a good sign. Um, but there's a, there's a there's a there's a little niche that I can carve out that I'm genuinely interested in. Am I going to be the guy that's going to write a bunch of code and look at Hoover code? No, but I see the love for Hoover, right? I see the the um, I see like I, I feel like I see the direction of the attention of the community in different ways, and that gets me interested. And I feel like I'm kind of getting pulled back in it's different than it was before but it's real but it's like it's like it's genuine you know and some of it is goofy and weird and random and people like what are you talking about but it's just so all that to say i totally i i totally get that when when turning into a non-coder that means you lose identity i Mm -hmm. i Mm -hmm. i understand that bit and I've I've yeah. gone through a bit of that when I with my burnouts and having to distance myself from the company that I built uh, that I put all my emotion into for four years five years and then taking distance from that and um, uh, I think maybe it's 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 somewhat similar but um, here's the thing do you think brand does a lot of coding these days probably not do you. Uh, Sonia Risterer, Sonia Franz, um, Marsha, um, 
potential. I mean, there's so many, there's so many people that are in touch with the community that are contributing to the community that are not coders. Um, and there's so many ways to contribute to the community and, and have genuine fun being mm -hmm. part of that and help building that. And yeah. we're, we're setting up a whole organization in MageOS and there's so many different roles to be given out or to, to, to that are up for grabs for people. Like we're, we're building, we're, we're working on, on branding. Um, so we, we have discussions about the logo that we created and how we communicate and, and different marketing things that we can do. Is, we're setting up organization, a, we're writing. Is there a chief vibes officer role currently open? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. that's There's, all me. That's all me. So genuinely, I think um, we're, we're building a, a place for the community there. And uh, we already have a couple of hundred people on our Discord. Uh, it's getting more and more active. Um, people are starting to contribute to the code base, but also um, we're writing content for a Magento oriented or a Magento uh, a website on Magento that doesn't currently exist anymore. So um, uh, John Yu, big shout out, is doing a lot of the work there. Um, a whole user guide about the features that Magento has. Uh, we're planning on building a website with showcases of uh, Magento stores that are currently live. Agencies can be listed and, and uh, Is this uh, extension a providers. Are you, are you actively recruiting me right now? Is that what's happening? Is this a job interview? I think you should head to chat.mage-os.org. You want to get me and in that the, redirects in the chat? You, that redirects you to our Discord and just start chatting with us and just hanging out part of what we're doing. We're having a lot of meetings that are open. Uh, I occasionally tweet about when we're having meetings, but on Monday we have meetings on content. Uh, mm -hmm. Brent is there and John is there. Uh, Aaron Moss is there. Um, who else is contributing? Who's, jo who's uh, John? It's the second person you named, John. John Yu. John Yu. John Yu, Damn. Aaron Moss. John Yu Damn. from Fisheye. Oh, John from Fisheye. Why, why did I think his last name was something else? Yui, Yui, Yu. How do you, how, how do you spell it? H-U-G-H-E-S. Hughes, Hughes. Okay. Yes, yes. Sorry, he, sorry, sorry, sorry. Hughes. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's a, that's a Jim, Jim Carrey version. Hughes. <laughs> Uh, okay, sorry. I was like, you're saying this name. I should know. I should know. It, but might be losing my mind. Yeah, no, that's um, it's cool, man. It's a good time. I'm gonna. Is I think John, I'm gonna start. John is legendary. John is really like one of the key people of Love John. of MageOS right now. Um, Love John. He's a driving man. force. How did his? Um, I remember he built out the training content. He was doing a training content type thing. Um, yeah, there's really a, I think there's a, a, a GitHub repo where they put some exam preparation things, but uh, I think I these had a days, website. It was um, like a cool like website. It had like, I, th I feel like it had like different adventures or, or, or it had like a cool theme to it. Quest, Mage Quest? Yes, Mage Quest, Mage Quest. Dude, well, what's going on here, bro? MageQuest.io, yeah, 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 how's that going? I don't know. Um, I know one of his uh, protégés, uh, Kiel, 
Keel. Um, Let's talk about Keel, man. I like this cat. I like this dude. Let's talk about Keel this guy. Keel is the real deal. Keel what is, is the deal? The what deal? is the deal? Because you said, I saw your tweet. You said this guy's going to blow up. But so is he just, is he just getting a lot of, I feel like he's a younger me. I'm going to take credit for that. The name is similar enough. Yeah. So he, I just want to, I feel like I want to take credit for it. But what's he doing? He's, he's uh, a Super Saiyan level three version of you. Um, what? So he, oh, he works you. at Fish Eye. Yeah. No, that's a couple. Like, I mean, like he's like the, he's like you, you and Optima Prime. Um, he uh, did you say he Super works at Fish Eye. Did you say Super, Super Saiyan? Saiyan? What is that? Super Saiyan. Dragon Ball Z. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not a big. But you're saying he's a more advanced version of me. So now Damien, Damien would definitely know what Super Saiyan level three. Damien would be. know. He does nothing but play video Damien games. Damien would know. Let's, let's be honest. Let's be honest. The he little does... kiddo. I was let's surprised that he's just 30. He's just 30. I was he's shocked su- and appalled. He's super intelligent. The maturity but, level uh, on that This guy. explains why he's a bit, yeah. It's impressive. <laughs> I like him. He's, he's also, he's super involved with Mitchell I love him. Open Source Task Force. And as you pointed out, he has the sweetest voice to listen to. Doesn't he? He could... He he could do my my meditation guided med- meditation right? recordings. And, and it's now funny because you, you have open pretty... your code editor and type. That's what I can do for the community is build out some meditation content. Some 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 dev specific developer focused. Yeah. Yeah. You I'm should build joking, out the, the, the calm but... calm app. MageCalm.org. That's it. I'm kind of joking, but I'm kind of not because that's something I've been working on for probably a year or two. And I think, I think it's, I think it's helped a lot. I, I have a lot of, I'm, I'm an anxious person. I think a lot of developers to be a good developer, you have to have a level of OCD. You have to, you have to have a level of obsessiveness, I think, to be success, successful with it. And it's um, not a requirement, but yeah, it goes hand in hand often. Often, often goes hand in hand. So I, I, I'm actually completely genuine about that. Like I, I, I want to, I, anyway, I'm just thinking about ways to help um, devs be you know, happier, more successful, more grounded. That's but yeah, great. Damien could pull that out. His voice is so calm. It's, it's almost, mm-hmm. it's almost. Uh, so back to Kiel. So yes. where Kiel, oh Kiel works at Fisheye. Um, he's he, he's uh, just gotten certified. He was tweeting a bit about that. Uh, he only just opened a Twitter account, and when I saw, I thought he needs a shout out because he's doing some really great work uh, on Hoover contribution uh, contributions. So that's where I first noticed him. But I- then I also um, uh, so when I go into the Magento Reddit to see what trash they're talking about Hoover, uh, it's the only place like if you wanna see people say bad stuff about Huva, you can go to Reddit and there's a bunch of people there that have never worked with Huva, but have an opinion on it. Um, And then Kiel, Kiel is the person that writes super sophisticated, very long argumented responses Uh, to that. I love it. So like, here's a disclaimer. I'm working at a Huva agency, uh, Huva partner agency. But yeah, here's yeah, why yeah. you're wrong. So just very high and signal, very high signal posts. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah. Um, I like this kid. He's going to be a star. 
Yeah, I, I think he 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 does he does really cool stuff. He's doing more and more open source things, and I think uh, uh, I can see him going on stage and doing some really cool technical talks in the future, um, and writing content, etc. So, um, and that's cool. That and Fisher is really producing. Uh, high high quality talent. I think they have a good good training program, um, and um, there's also this. Um, I don't I don't know her name by heart, but if you if you search, you will find it. There's a there's a girl that uh, started working there at Def, and she got onto uh, the Meet Magento London, uh, the UK uh, stage, and a women in tech panel. Um, and uh, she's also super talented. I think she also contributed to Huva already. Um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of talent there. They were acquired by Yui, a Dutch agency. So uh, there will be some changes, I guess. Fisheye uh, was acquired? Huh? Fisheye, yeah. Fisheye oh, was acquired wow. by Yui. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's getting acquired. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Would you ever sell? Um, Would you ever sell Huva? Huva? You just failed the test. On the record? You, were, you just failed the test. You were supposed to say no within two seconds. Um, Matt, it, it completely depends. Uh, this thing could could really outgrow me. Um, and uh, it could get to a point where this is a, a company that doesn't need me. Uh, why would I stick around then? Right now, I'm having super, super much fun. I would never ditch it. Like, never. Um, but... <laughs> the last letters uh, of I mean, BD, the, the last two letters of BDFL stand for you know the you know the acronym BDFL for life leader fearless leader for life benevolent for dictator life. For, life. for life yeah yeah for life it's got to be for Do life. you need to do you need to so do you need to be part of that company to be still be a leader no, I mean, we're talking, you're, you're asking me a direct question. Would I ever, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how it looks in five years time. Um, uh, I'm for sure, I'm 100% sure that this company, company is going to be around for a long time. And uh, we're just getting started and uh, we have great energy. We have great velocity, uh, great products, super enthusiastic customers, whole community is building up. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, um, just, I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. I'm just having, I'm just having fun. Having a little, having a little fun at your expense. Um, but going, <laughs> sorry, going, going, going back up the stack here. Um, Fisheye, what were we talking about? Training content. Um, the the Discord. Yeah. So uh, we were we we got off off track. Uh, the moment that I said, shall we talk about some of the things that I put into Doc? We started to talk about completely different things. <laughs> Um, so let's Sorry. let's let's have a go at some of the things that I've I've written down, written okay. down. Um, so one big shout out that I wanted to give is to OpenMage, mm -hmm. that is, I think, underappreciated, unnoticed uh, by a lot of people. Magenta One is still going really strong, mm -hmm. um, and uh, they just released version twenty oh fifteen. Um, this week, I think, or, or last week. Mm -hmm. um, and the amount of contributors that are still active there. And um, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty cool that they have, they often have releases that are 
um, more up to date than Magento 2 is. Like uh, Magento, PHP 8.1 support mm. was in uh, OpenMage way before we had it in Magento 2. Nice. Uh, so they have they have high velocity. Uh, there's some some familiar faces um, like uh, Fabrizio uh, Baliano, who always was one of the most prominent people in the Magento Magento uh, community. Uh, oh, we gotta get we gotta get Fabrizio Damien. Branca. We gotta get Fabrizio Branca back. I thought you were about to say his name. We gotta get him back, dude. We gotta get him back. Um, and who else? Who else? Colin Colin Mollenhauer is still active on Magento One. He was one of the. I mean, what he did for and his whole Radis integration into Magento One that I think even made it into Magento Two and all the work that he did, just fantastic. Yeah, um, that's a really him. long list. I remember when I met him for the first time at uh, at an Imagine event, and I was like. I was, it was, I was so nerdy, dude. I was like, it's the mod man guy. And I was like totally geeking out. And then we like just hung out and talked for like three hours. It was amazing. He's a really good dude. Yeah. I think of, um, it's pretty cool that, uh, Magento one is still, still going quite strong and is it really found it's, it's open source. It's open source home, so to say. So you know it's a great many... example. Did to... yeah. I would say, do you know how many stores are using um, OpenMage? Like roughly ballpark order of magnitude? Is it like? I don't think you could recognize them uh, if you go to BuildWit and look at Magento One stores live. Right. You wouldn't be able to say if that's just someone that's got right. stuck on one point nine and never updated, right. or is on a newer version. Uh, of open mage, but, but um, like the reality is like Colin, you know Colin's um, your business, and like the reality is there are real businesses making real money that are that are on M one and that are and that are and, and so they're going to continue to um, you know maintain it, and it'll be. It'll, I've always been fascinated by what the lifetime of M one is going to look like um, for years now. It's something I've been really fascinated by. And, um, it's cool. It's just neat. And uh, Daniel Falke or or Flying Mana. He's, most people, mm -hmm. I think, know him as Flying Mana. Yeah, 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 he, yeah, yeah. I think he's he's really pulling pulling that whole uh, that whole effort, and uh, he's also engaged with uh, MageOS. So he's he's giving us some insights and tips on how to uh, how to run our own distribution. So uh, that's really cool. Um, still still going strong and part of this bigger community. Uh, it's funny how some people decided just not to go and work with Magento 2. I wouldn't want to touch Magento 1 ever again, but I completely understand why some people still work with it because it's just the level of entry is so much lower than with Magento 2 and it's a stable product still. So yeah, good for them. And then if you combine it with uh, mage1.com that uh, provides security patches and everything, um, but yeah, we nice. see more and more migrations from Magento 1 to Magento 2 uh, with Huva. So uh, that's still, nice. still um, a lot will, of course, also go to other platforms because many Magento 1 merchants are just not a good fit for Magento anymore. Yeah. Um, Don't say big commerce. WooCommerce, right? WooCommerce only. Really... <laughs> yeah. Um, nice, man. Well, <laughs> hey, I think I got to wrap it up in the next couple minutes. 
Um, cool. Are we? Do we have any any last things we want to cover? So let's push the whole. Oh my God! Um, it's been an hour forty-four. We've been going strong, dude. Holy cow! Mm-hmm. I haven't looked at the clock the whole time. It's epic. We could go uh, much much longer, but um, let's push um, any discussion or any talk about Magento Association and the uh, election process and the financial statements that they put put out. It's, let's let's uh, talk about that the next time. That's a wild I think. one. I mean, yeah, okay, fair enough. So we have something to look out to. uh, $900,000 and for what? And my question is, what's the refund policy? That's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. (laughs) What is the refund policy on the terms and conditions? That's all I want to know. Just curious. It's a simple simple question. In short, it's just really hard to analyze those numbers. Um, It is. It is. um, It's just, it's one amount and it it accounts for a lot of things that, uh, that Smith Smith Bucklin is handling, and it includes like the cost for the website and content creation and marketing budget, all of that. So it's just a bit unlucky that all of that falls under one number. Uh, I'm sure it's figure. very, I mean, honestly, I'm sure it's very, I don't know anything about these types of deals, but I'm sure it's just very standard. Adobe is a big company. They want to spin up an association. I'm sure Drupal or whoever else has done this before. Um, I'm sure it's a standard amount of money. And yeah, when we look at that number, it seems insane to us, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of things like that. Like I'm sure if, I'm sure there's a thousand million dollar things on Adobe's budget. If you were to look at them that you'd go, yeah, that's insane. But you know, honestly, one part of me thinks like, oh, this is crazy. We need to complain about this. And the other, the other part of me goes, this is really not, it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, let's 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 hold that topic for now. And uh, there's some things to be said on that. Uh, I think it more or less makes sense. But there's a bigger, a bigger topic of where where we can bring the association. And now that I'm elected as a board member, I, I get some more insights into how the organization is is functioning. And um, yeah, I, I only had one meeting last week, the first first uh, board director uh, meeting, and. Um, one of the things that I want to do is get a lot more transparency into what happens on the inside there and, uh, and give this beast some nice. purpose. I love it. Um, Good man. Thank you, sir. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And if you're still listening, dude, you're, you're the real deal. You're the legitimate Mage Talk customer, and we appreciate you. 